0: Welcome to the Propaganda Report. This is Brad Binkley, sheltered in place and coming to you from the heart of District 11. We have a special treat for you all this evening on Saturday, March twenty eighth, 2020. We recently had the opportunity to appear on a great new show called Smoke Pit Storytime, and tonight we're going to play the first 45 minutes of our 90-minute appearance on the show today. We'll be posting the second half to our Patreon page, where for 5 bucks a month you can get the exclusive content that we are uploading just about every day, Again, for just 5 bucks, it's a great deal. Every day that we post a drive time news blast, we also post at minimum 15 minutes of extra Patreon only exclusive content to our Patreon page usually more like 20 15 at minimum. We're also going to be adding rewards for our $10 and $20 tiers in the coming weeks as well. So if you want to join and get access to that exclusive content, go on over to patreon.com backslash propaganda report. That's patreon.com backslash propaganda report. I will also put a link in the show notes. And be sure to check out the Smoke Pit Storytime podcast. They're doing great work over there. Again, links will be in the show notes, and I hope you enjoy the show.
1: it's like I wouldn't search that on your computer
2: (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that is a classic that has become a classic in one second there you go oh that's fantastic
1: Welcome back to Smoke Pit Storytime. i got an awesome show for y'all tonight. I've got Monica Perez and Brad Binkley of The Monica Perez Show and The Propaganda Report. How y'all doing tonight? Great. How about you?
2: Fantastic.
1: Cool. Awesome. Take two since uh, I didn't hit record the first time around.
2: <laughs> Thank goodness. We got, yeah. Went down that rabbit hole too fast.
1: Oh, I know. It's just <laughs>
2: Take it slower. There were
1: so many brilliant things that were said during that short period. <laughs>
2: shocking. I was like,
1: I'm like, damn it. No. <laughs> and man and i'll jump around i'm really bad about that um my wife is always like you'll be on a point and then it's like squirrel and then, <laughs> so yeah we're talking about um i might have coronavirus mm. and um the cdc wanted people to shave their beards off do you yeah. think
2: that there's coronavirus crawling around in your beard there guy
1: no
0: nah, i wash it every day <laughs> At Bay it's an incubator. It's like the diamond princess, that beard.
2: <laughs> I could not be less scared of the coronavirus. Like from what I understand, it's just the flu. Yeah. I mean, I think I can handle that. That's what a doctor
1: I'm told me today.
2: Not yes. a sickly person.
1: Well, my wife's in, my wife's an RN and she's like, it's the flu.
2: Right. It's yeah. just the flu. The coronavirus, I think, is actually generally a cold. Yeah. It's not even like, it's just <clears throat> the coronavirus category this right. is like the common
1: cold. Well, it's been around for a long time. I mean, there's several different patents on it now because they always like to screw around with stuff. And um, yeah Trump just did a press conference. Did you guys see that? Who did it? Trump just did a press conference.
2: On with coronavirus? CDC
0: officials, yeah, about 10 minutes ago, right before we started.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong. The plans we have are huge. They're the best plans you've ever seen. Best
0: plans, yeah. Huge.
1: Yeah, huge. I got the best huge. people, the best beautiful people working on it.
0: We're gonna gonna have the least amount of people
1: die from the coronavirus. (laughs) There's gonna be so much people getting well, you're gonna be getting tired of being well.
2: (laughs) That does sound like the scripts he reads. You know, in the day, I grew up in New York, he was not stupid. No. He just didn't talk like that at all. And I wanna go back, I actually asked for this for Christmas, a complete set of The Apprentice. (laughs) So I want to just go back and watch them. And Joan Rivers said, I think it was what I think you sent me, Binkley, that montage of her last year or whatever. And one of the last things she said, and I'm suspicious of her death, but Mm one of the last things she said, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I, let's go down. That's
1: why I couldn't level. wait to talk to you guys. Oh,
2: like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> These are my people. <laughs> Who the heck is suspicious of Joan Rivers? I mean, you're the first person I ever heard that. But the, one of the last things she said, two things made me think this. One of the last thing she said is that Donald Trump is a smart cookie and he would be a good president. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they're not going to be able to keep her quiet. No. And then the, the other thing was, which proves it, and this I said on this day, and I didn't know about the Trump crack yet, She was on CNN getting interviewed about her book. And on the cover of the book, she's wearing a fur coat. And this young punk CNN anchor woman is riding her, riding her, riding her about the fur coat. And she is fighting back a little bit, Joan Rivers. She's like, what, what, are you wearing plastic shoes right now? What the hell? What's your problem? (laughs) And finally, she just walked off set, took the mic mic off live on CNN. And I said, I said, oh, I don't think they're going to let her get away with that.
1: That and she was, uh, she said something about Michelle Obama too. Yeah. She called her a tranny.
2: (laughs) She did
0: not. Yes,
2: she did. that that started?
0: Yeah. She called her a tranny. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Because she was joking.
0: Was she? That's one of the
2: things she said. That's one of the things she was saying. She was like, I make jokes. And and she said, once Willie Nelson's, Child or grandchild, or whatever, wrote me a letter, please stop making fun of him because I get made fun of in school. And she said she did. Not everyone's <laughs> going to get the letter through, but not everyone's going to get made fun of. You're in the public eye. That's what my mother said to me. That's why I came home. I literally cried for four days after the Caitlyn Jenner thing. I was just like, I think he's faking. But I don't care what he does with his body. So I got hate mail from everybody, like everybody on anywhere on the spectrum sent me hate mail.
0: And I'm my still, mother happened. <laughs> I'm still, still wrapping do. my head around Willie Nelson's grandchild writing a letter to Joan Rivers. It might
2: have been his <laughs> own child. It might have okay. been his own child. But so I. So my mother said to me when I was like hysterical, "You want? She, I was lucky she was there. I thought she would give me comfort. Who puts herself out there?" you uh, this is what you get and i'm like why, why she's like i'm not saying you deserve it but this is what you get you put yourself out there this is what you get
1: like, you, can, okay. you put yourself in the public eye and this is what's going to happen
2: right that's it it's your it's your choice it's your choice libertarian
0: <laughs> you got to be different all the time you've got all these big ideas <laughs>
2: No, she wasn't even making fun of me. She was actually, it was, it was instructive. She mm-hmm. was saying, you know, this is, it's a consequence. It's not a punishment. It's just a consequence. Yeah. And if you can't handle it, then step away. But like, I'm not going to help you call those people bad. Right. They're, you put yourself out there. They're saying stuff to you. Take it or leave it.
0: Right. Yes, what they do. So, and that's, that's what their job. Joan
2: Rivers was doing. Yeah. I liked her.
0: Yeah, I liked her too. They say that Miss Maisel, weird. that television show, is based loosely on her. I've she heard started. that,
2: but you know, I just I can hardly watch anything that isn't just pure stupidity anymore, mm. because anything that's supposed to have any kind of depth, they twist up the story like a true story. They just twist it up so much that I feel like they take the whole start. You know, start
0: then why comedy. didn't you watch the debate if you only watch pure <laughs>
1: stupidity? <laughs> I already had a migraine.
2: That is why I would watch it just for comic relief.
1: I, That's I watched, all it is. I watched five minutes of it, and it gave me force Whitaker eye. <sighs> <laughs> it was terrible. It was yeah. terrible from start to finish. Oh man, and the the commercials. I swear, there's a Bloomberg commercial every like ten yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's like Bloomberg commercials running during the debate. Yeah,
2: and they're so unsympathetic, it almost makes you repelled. You know, like I wouldn't vote for him. I think it's possible that you could actually take a survey before and after seeing a Bloomberg commercial and he would have fewer supporters.
1: It's like, nope. And hell no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Bush used to do that, right? Make the dumbest commercials. And at the end, you'd just be like, oh, I thought he was like, okay, but (laughs) now.
1: Especially when he uses words like strategery.
2: (laughs) That's his brother. (laughs)
1: He's He's the smart one. Jeff was the smart one. Oh, that's, oh, yeah. Wet towel. He's a wet towel, though yeah oh yeah but uh i I made a meme i think it was last year it was uh it was you know w and every time i see it it'll pop up because i see it getting shared around and i always have to read it in his voice and it's taxation is theftification
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's good i love those memes i might have to steal that one yeah go for it (laughs) Anyway, Um, anyway you say that i like it (laughs)
0: improv show I used to do with a friend of mine he does a George Bush impersonation does a real good George Bush, George W Bush and he also does a Jodie Foster impersonation and I started to realize when one show he did Jodie Foster and George Bush during the same show that his George Bush impersonation is exactly like his Jodie Foster impersonation I could see that Every time he's Jodie Foster, he's George Bush. That became the new game in the scene. It's one and the same person. It's a little more bass. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There you go.
2: She should play him in the
0: movie. (laughs) The biopic? Yeah.
2: (laughs) She would love that. That would be, that would really be a progressive approach.
0: There you go.
1: (laughs) They'd have to, you could do a skit with like Hannibal Lecter. And George Bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: My son has Down syndrome. Down syndrome. And the other day he texted me, uh, "Can I watch this show about this this female serial killer, Hannah Blechter?" And I was like, "It's Hannah Lecter. It's Silence of the Lambs, and you definitely cannot watch that." But I just think it's <laughs> uh, what they're pushing on kids these days. Clarice,
1: oh, Clarice. Hello, Clarice.
2: And forget it. Try to eat fava beans.
1: Mm. With, a ni- <laughs> with a nice Chianti. <laughs>
2: <Yes>. <laughs> I never had them before. Someone puts it like there's this fava beans on the, you know, whatever, something I ordered in a restaurant. It's like.
1: You start feeling around in your head. You're like, okay. Yeah,
2: I'm like, I can't, I don't, who? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no.
1: Oh, man. Um, so what, we're, what we were talking about earlier uh, before recording, but that Operation Vigilant Eagle, um, yeah. which was... And this is a trick, you know, because the the whole, you know, I want to talk to you guys about propaganda and media and all the stuff they're trying to push. Cause to me, especially corporate media is part of the government. I mean, there's just a statist. Yeah.
2: And tech is part of the defense industry.
1: Oh, for sure. Life log.
2: Yeah. People don't realize it like was born out of those even, even regionally. Yeah. Even like just geographically
1: yeah oh i made a joke to somebody and i'll probably get a letter from them i don't care i'm gonna go ahead and say <laughs> it but i made a joke um about scientology and i said what if scientology is a self-funded study in mind control and then come to wow. find out then come to find out that that dude was hanging around oh um, yeah
2: he was military intelligence yeah alistair crawley too yes yeah they were exactly all, and it Jack was Part- all out in jack parsons right in pasadena i read two books on jack parsons one was sex and rockets whatever yeah. he was a satanist like an absolute. Oh, yeah. and he started at pasadena city college then caltech and then he established jpl which was the jet propulsion lab yep oh yeah they're all, and it all scientology also i think maybe has its headquarters out there i can't remember
1: yeah uh well they're in clearwater but their main deal is oh, in, right, right. yeah is in you know and they're yeah. everywhere,
0: too. They're in Compton. They oh, they yeah. go, They go. will go anywhere to recruit people. There's one in near Buckhead, not too yeah. far from where I am, that you can go tour around. They welcome people in so they can try to rope you in.
1: Uh-huh. And then um, he was also in um, – he had something to do with Laurel Canyon, too.
2: Oh, there's that, a book. Have you read the Dave McGowan book, um, Weird Scenes Inside the Canyon?
1: I've heard of it.
2: It's worth reading. I mean, it's not like a – he doesn't overlay speculative narrative like i love as a pure conspiracy theorist i know there's a conspiracy i know what's happening i know you know i can you can usually tell you don't always know how the pieces connect or you can't fill in the blanks so it's fun to just like make it narrative. he will not do that it's just all like facts but so like basically all of those people were somehow connected to through their parents or whatever military intelligence from oh, sure. Jim Morrison. This crazy yep. picture of him, like just months before he hit the scene, yep. with an absolute crew cut on the on the ship. You mean with Rush his Limbaugh. father? <laughs> they do say that with his father, who was the admiral admiral who kind of did Gulf, Gulf of Duncan. Tonkin. Yep so and uh charles manson was in that crowd
0: he
1: was part of frank zappa's um, dad was the beach boys chemical
2: research yeah all that stuff was it the beach
1: boys that manson was playing with a little bit those guys yeah 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 Yeah. until he started getting super weird but it was part of that whole Well, they were like
2: sleeping with their own children no Uh, weird isn't Uh, that the phillips no i don't know about her dad uh
1: Oh, I don't know.
2: I have no idea.
1: (laughs) California. (laughs) I do not want any kind of like slander
2: liability. I just seem to recall.
1: Not sure, but sure, I don't want to know for sure.
2: Right. Exactly. Like I never, (laughs) it's just one of those things we were talking about earlier. You don't want to Google it
1: yeah so
2: don't. just i don't want to open up that can of worms
1: yeah that's not something i don't think you can get that out of your search history and i don't want to find out
2: or you're you know you can't unsee yeah. it once
1: you've read it yeah yeah you gotta get your buddy to search that one Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you search that one for me i'll
2: ask my kids they probably search everything
1: it's like i wouldn't search that on your computer <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs>
2: oh my gosh that is a classic (laughs) that has become a classic in one second there you go oh that's fantastic
1: um but yeah then I find out all that stuff I'm like I knew it you know um but yeah that's why I think that they get away with all the crap they get away with and then I was and then I was kind of making a joke I was like well what if um what if Zoolander is for real and uh (laughs) Tom Cruise is Derek Zoolander (laughs)
2: What, which was the Zoolander one? He was a Those model. Those are the, ma-
1: the male models were assassins. Ben Stiller, right? Owen Wilson. Oh, they were
2: assassins, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I was like,
0: what if?
2: Yeah, that could totally That's happen. Tom
0: Cruise in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: can...
2: that's what I think of a lot of stuff. Like Julian Assange, I really don't understand why I think he's just an actor. I think Yeah, because that... if
1: it was for real, he'd be dead already.
2: Well, here's the thing. They have to have one. And it has to be prominent. Otherwise, there will be a real one. For sure. You know, so is he the real one who gets nonstop TV coverage? Or is he the one that they put out there as the honeypot to attract that Mm -hmm. he manages to continue to operate like this and protect people and fight for the right where... Like the other one, Cryptome or there are other ones. Kryptagon, I don't know. There are other ones, but they don't get any PR at all. This guy gets all the PR. And he, unlike some of the other ones, makes you sign away all the information. So if he does not publish it, you do not get to go and say, he didn't publish it, I now get to publish it. So he can curate it for the limited hangout. That's my speculation on that. That
1: makes sense.
0: There was a whistleblower that just died this past week. Yes. it was yeah it was uh, a obama era whistleblower i can't remember the guy's name
1: yeah it was the one um it was when they deleted the whole um database for a terrorist and uh he blew the whistle on that philip haney that's his name yeah yeah
0: they said it was a suicide initially then they changed that now they're looking at it as a murder
1: Right. Wow. Well, that was the whole thing um, that kind of ties in what I was telling you about when I was in the army and how, when I realized that, you know, Iraq was not the the target we should be going for <laughs> right. if we we're going to do anything to when we deployed. <laughs> a lot of guys would like go out to strip clubs and stuff like that. And I wasn't into it. And so I would basically uh, go to the um, the class six, which is a liquor store and get a case of beer and be on the internet like Neo and just going down rabbit holes and so i found like all that stuff about clinton uh um, what oh you know like the whole trail of bodies from, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah 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 Dude, and it the was, vince
2: foster thing do,
1: oh yeah do yeah you, do you
2: realize was, that there was a living i was, was, living,
1: lot, I was yeah. nbc when that happened
2: do you do you are you aware of the miguel rodriguez memo refresh on, me yeah on the way out the door miguel rodriguez who was the u.s attorney investigating the vince foster Suicide. I don't know if that was his exact title, U.S. attorney, but I think he was a U.S. attorney. He resigned. And in his departure memo, he said, the evidence we unearthed in this investigation does not support a conclusion of suicide. And it was kind of a lengthy memo. One of the people it was addressed to who took over, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh yeah. So Brett Kavanaugh then came in to clean that up. Mm-hmm. and cover it up How so close- in my mind he's a democrat so by saying by making him a victim of democrats mm-hmm. republicans never scrutinized his super fishy backstory
1: oh for sure and people have really short memories too
2: well the vince Foster thing i mean you can say what you want about i mean i don't know necessarily all the other things on the pot on the body account but
1: Oh, it was that. just stuff like the um,
2: and the Waco. What we were we listening to on the Make Liberty Great Again network?
1: Oh gosh, uh,
2: they did the um, you know, oh. did the Waco and Ruby Ridge stuff, and the Waco. I think he mentions that Vince Foster was in charge of that, and and mm-hmm. the files were never found after he died.
1: Yeah, Bob Barra was in that was involved. Oh Hall, yeah, stuff too. For sure. They're
0: all involved in all these controversies. The same names pop up over and over again. And Trump
2: puts them in place. I mean, you've got to shake your head about that.
1: Well, I was saying that at work the other day. I'm like, I don't think anyone gets that level if they're not on the team. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care what party you're in. It's, you know, NFL East. And if, you know. Yeah. Right. And now that you
2: can bet on the debates, it's like the same thing. It doesn't even yeah now you can you know people are only engaged because they're gonna speculate
1: <laughs> so, oh
0: predicted.org there's all kind of bets you can make on politics on the news on how many times trump is going to tweet between this date and that date that's one of the most popular bets on predicted.org oh, is yeah. they give like a week span how many times is trump going to tweet this week i don't know yeah. what
2: people are doing with their time that they can <laughs> engage but, in that
0: monetizing the obsession I guess
2: yeah. might
1: as well, right? Yeah, yeah. You're gonna if you're if you're obsessed with it, you might as well try to make money from it. But yeah, that that Operation visually Yeah. Eagle, so what was that? Yeah. So it was a um, American law enforcement effort headed by the FBI, and this is what I know. This is, this crap is coming back up again, and you'll get an aha in a second. Aimed at identifying and preventing violence from white supremacists and militia sovereign citizen ex- extremist groups um
2: militias and sovereign citizen extremist groups isn't see that this example like, militias are in the constitution and we don't have them and they're in the constitution right so we need to have them they can be in on it <laughs> you know the government your state government can be in on it yeah. or not but it's constitutional
1: yeah well that was like uh what tench cox who wrote a lot of um, pro uh, gun stuff that was part of his job i think when he worked for hamilton was people that couldn't afford rifles they would subsidize them
2: yeah it's almost like you it, the second amendment isn't doesn't just protect your right it mm. actually it's almost like an obligation the way it in is. Switzerland you have to have they're citizens, getting going to
1: do away with that now though
2: really like yeah. their arsenals they have well, arsenals locked up in their houses
1: yeah they're starting
2: oh i don't know man switzerland I think they've got that thing buttoned up. Like you go to Switzerland, you go travel around Europe, you go to Switzerland, yeah. there's like in the heart of it, there's like no immigration or anything. And then you get like, you just cross the border and it's totally different scene. Yeah. I don't know. That's why no
1: gonna, one messes with Switzerland.
2: I don't think they're going to do away with this. I don't know.
1: Yeah, but there's people making noise trying to get them to move yeah. from that. I'm like, Maybe. don't do it. Um, so it says examples include members of the Tea Party movements.
2: <laughs> oh my Jeez. gosh.
1: Citizen militia and other anti-government groups. Certain cases have been labeled as mentally ill, which ties into the...
2: the red flag laws. Yep. Operation Guardian, which is Bill Barr's way of transitioning the tactics used against terror into mm-hmm. domestic. It actually says that.
1: Yep. It, uh, targets may have been labeled as mentally ill with oppositional defiance disorder
2: gosh you get pissed oh. off when people fuck with you yeah right <laughs> I mean, what is that, is that term
1: again oppos- oppositional
2: defiance wow which good
1: which could, which could be anything criticizing government yeah i hate my taxes. If, you're, if
2: your mouth eats your teacher they
0: yeah. diagnose your kids you're in detention for oppositional
1: Defiance disorder. We're going to put you on drugs. And, yeah.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Um, and it says cases show that veterans are being targeted since the beginning of Operation Vigilant Eagle. When did that start? They have to. That, 2009. Wow. That's when it was first mentioned.
2: But they have to target veterans. It's you just look at the problems Ukraine is having in mm-hmm. subduing those counties where those guys know how to do stuff. They're farmers and soldiers and stuff. You just can't take over their land.
1: Well, I said something a couple months ago, and I said, just look at how many people have deployed over the last 20 years. And you say, you know, I forget, it was like 2.7 million. And I was like, all right, well, 10% usually is how many are infantry or combat arms. So it's 270,000. That's more than the- total Marine Corps right now, Wow, and you know I wasn't combat arms, but I shot competitively before and after, so
2: that's why it worries me that, like the u s m c a or what I consider to be kind of the the entree to that was when the Council of Foreign Relations called for a North American Union, mm-hmm. one of the things it called for was interoperability of the military, right. So I feel like if you have an uprising, maybe it might be hard to get your own army to put it down. But if you guys just swap units, you can get the other army to put it down just from a psychological point of view.
1: Sure. Yeah.
2: Like if you, if you are used to having the Mexican army in Texas, you know, just for all these drills and everything, I don't know.
1: Right. It makes me nervous. There's a lot of weird stuff that they've had, you know, that just happened in Florida a couple of weeks ago where the guy shot up at the, was it Naval Air Station in Pensacola?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Saudi guy.
1: Yeah, and then wasn't there something in Las Vegas during that time where there was about four or five guys that went missing? Yeah, right
2: after that, yep.
1: Yeah, that was really strange. There's they're a dead.
0: shooting right now that's on, I don't know who they're saying did it, but the it's mid- at the Miller Yeah, uh, up in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I, I saw that pop up right when right before we got on. I think it's still a live shooter situation last I saw. Yeah. They had, there was one here locally that they were saying it's an active shooter. And that it was some guy was pissed off at another guy and went to his work and shot him.
0: Yeah. Um, they're clumping in white supremacists with conspiracy theorists. Now the way they're propagandizing it. So that if you're into conspiracy theories then you are uh, an extreme right winger, potentially a white supremacist because you promote those ideas. And I, I think they're, putting all these people they're using it as a way to classify people based on their online activity and they can censor them and go pick them up in a second or the fbi can get in one of those online forums and radicalize them is, that why,
1: go. is that why i keep seeing all the new commercials from facebook about the facebook groups
0: yes yes we actually talked about that uh, at the super bowl commercial Th- those yeah. targeted facebook groups edward bernay's That is like his dream come true, how the specificity and the psychological demographics that come with those groups, the really, the unique interests, the crossover interests that people have. I mean, that is is a propaganda machine right there, those groups. It goes
2: right to that article from courts of the insider who said that basically the NSA started Google to identify birds of a feather Mm -hmm. through their searches. And then I think we kind of have seen some of the pieces put together where they're really trying to get AI to be able to serve that function mm-hmm. of being somebody in your group. And if they can get enough of them, they, I mean, once you understand crowd mentality, you can really get people to do stuff totally outside of their comfort zone if they think their group is okay with it or absolutely.
0: And those groups, if they k- get people active enough in them, all the language that they use, their specific interest, the, they will be able to make – the AI will be able to make these targeted appeals that is like they're speaking to the specific uniqueness of each individual, but it will reach everyone in that group. Right.
1: Well, um, what was it, ABC, NBC, where the lady – she was talking to the – I think it was uh, like their FBI um, – I forget what it was. I posted on it and I, I retweeted it and said, uh, uncle Sam's going to buy you a mockingbird. And, uh, but she was saying that the FBI needs to radicalize white men and teach them how to make explosives and, what? and then arrest them. And I'm like, they've been doing that. That's, for years. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> That's they always do. That That yeah. was Judge
2: Knapp's last show. Oh, was it? Judge Napolitano's last show. it th- was one of the last shows was he got up and there was an article at the exact same time in the New York times about in the New York Times, it actually had numbers in it, but it was ninety five percent of all terrorist arrests are yeah. FBI stings, and how they do it is they identify vulnerable people and then they radicalize them, and then they actually i mean in the case of the world trade center ninety
0: three bombing
2: they actually provided the explosives for that one
0: yeah that 's what they did for one of the recent ones that we talked about on uh, on the show. And you read the court documents and everything was initiated by the FBI agent that was undercover within this group. And the CIA, not the FBI agent, was the CIA agent, the CIA sent the materials to build the bombs from headquarters in Langley.
1: Yeah.
2: Was this a domestic operation? Yeah,
0: Yeah, it was.
2: Run by the CIA? That's crazy.
0: It, yeah, I, the CIA sent the materials. They had agents in there. I guess they were saying that there was foreign foreign agents operating oh, okay. within this group. That's I guess wild. that's the yeah. justification. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, Interesting. Foreign. Yeah, I think they're – I, I mean, my guess is they're all – every single one of them is stimulated by this stuff. Or what we've talked about before, they make these radicalizing videos, mm-hmm. and then they just step away and let well, it Especially since, what, 2013
1: when they lifted – the under um, oh, the, the law, Haw-
2: about thing or whatever, where the propaganda law. Yeah. which they never, like the which they week. never
1: paid attention to that anyway. Yeah,
2: right. But yeah, they actually <laughs> it's just, committed to propaganda. Just so you know, audience.
1: we're doing it. Yeah, right. <laughs> they um, must
2: have felt we were ready for a little yeah. revelation of the method.
1: Well it's just like um San Bernardino and then in Florida The San Bernardino
2: then- was absolutely terrible. They shot that guy who was zip-tied in with his hands behind his back. There's a picture I uploaded it cuz I figured it would disappear of the supposed Guy, I mean, just assassinated him. His lawyer was saying, like, "Oh my gosh, like, I never believe these conspiracy theories, but these people were just nice, totally normal people. This is completely made up." And boy, you never heard of that guy again. No, the whole thing was just crazy, terrible, terrible. Well, what was the
1: deal with the lawyer in California? With well, with that
2: lawyer, Katie Steinley, Steinle? Kate Steinley. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Guilty? Jeff Adachi. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah. it's the worst story ever. I'm telling you, the day that story broke, which was like a week or a month after Trump made his inaugural campaign speech about some of them are rapists and some of them are nice people, mm-hmm. and this played right into it, I immediately was like, oh, first of all, he Trump is an inside job because they don't usually have uh, psyops like this for somebody who isn't an inside job and it's clearly right. a psyop because absolutely anything that immediately plays into a narrative like that in my mind is suspicious sure. so from day one I didn't believe it and that guy believe it or not I can't believe it not zip tie his hands and shoot him in the back of the head he ended up getting exonerated and his story was ridiculous he was he kept coming into this country because he was mentally ill and a drug addict and he just wanted to go to jail yeah. so he would go to jail he would cross the border to go to jail cuz jail then, here
1: is way nicer than jail in mexico yeah
2: and he was crazy he had mental illness so i think
1: he just got declared by the court
0: this past week cuz i marked a story about him as being mentally unfit for trial cuz he had some other charges pending against maybe
2: him maybe the gun although actually yes it was, was the true,
0: gun it was a gun that charges was already,
2: i thought they already disposed of that A couple of months ago, but yeah, those. So every single thing he was exonerated for uh, by. I'm not going to get into every detail, but I will say, and they, they, it was not a sanctuary city policy that got him freed. It was uh, the all the policies put that were in place. If they had been followed, he would have been gone or in jail. But what happened was Jeff Adachi was the elected public defender. There's an elected public defender in San Francisco. He actually beat the establishment people who were trying to unseat him over the years. He was a real good guy, I think. Even though my politics would be completely different, he was just about to start like a TV show. And what he did was he got he that guy got a fair trial because of him, mm-hmm. Jeff Adachi. And Adachi made a documentary about it called Ricochet, which cannot be found, cannot be found. And then Adachi. Was found under ridiculously sketchy circumstances. Very fishy approach to the crime scene. Uh, An anonymous, unknown woman, known by her first name only, Karina or something, you know, called in this story. I just am not buying it at all. And then they just slotted somebody in who was in the establishment, and uh, nobody cares. Back to normal. And he was. He used to fight and win police abuse like that when the police got out of line he would win cases against them
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so so that's really tragic and
2: that's that's like this whole just the injustice of stories like that i mean that guy would have been a real hero but they gotta go yeah joan rivers
0: and that documentary you can't find it anywhere you're right i've tried to find that documentary it is nowhere to be found
2: cannot be found
1: well you know that's why i was talking about you know, the FBI, like all these different shootings and things. It always comes out like a week or two later or a couple weeks later that the FBI knew about them.
2: I mean, the Steinley gun was a government agent gun that this guy found, he said, wrapped in a t-shirt, whatever. And then they show you the the pictures of them dredging the water, getting the gun out. It's in a gun case. So it's like definitely not the same gun.
0: Which they
1: threw it was, in there that morning. That's where Yeah, they, and it was a
2: government gun. Ridiculous. Oh, gosh. Anyway, sorry. I
1: noticed something, you know, especially since um, talking about gun stuff, um, especially since Virginia, uh, I've noticed it here locally. I guess there was something going on at Lenox Mall, which is always something going on at Lenox Mall. Yeah. And usually they'll say, you know, the guy was waving a gun or whatever. They're very general. But this time they were like, he was waving a semi-automatic pistol. And I'm like, it's awful.
2: Yeah, awful,
1: uh, specific for you guys. Started, yeah,
2: what's a? Se- I mean, aren't all like as if it's not a revolver, it's a semi-automatic pistol, right? Well,
1: technically, even a revolver is because every time you pull the trigger, it
2: oh, know, it'll do it itself. It, if it you cycles pulled, if you do it right, yeah, right unless
1: right. it's a single action.
2: Right, which is or like
1: a single shot, but yeah, pretty much when they say, Got you just yeah. want to get rid of semi automatics. Like, that's everything, really. <laughs> right, right. There's like a shooting a week
0: at Linux, and then they happen to highlight this specific one as semi automatic. That is, it is a bit odd. They, they only focus on the cases when you can do that, when they can call it a semi automatic and they can link it to usually a right wing person.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, it's like uh, the, um, the Batman and uh, was it aurora yeah 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 james it's Holmes. Nice yeah, yeah yeah man they yeah. were like he's a right-wing republican right. ball, blah, blah, oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. walked out and he dude is democrat as hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um i think no no no, no. that was at, um that was the two kids back in 95 96 in Colorado. columbine columbine their, oh, parent, yeah. their parents worked on the Clinton campaign. Really? I actually, I actually saw the video.
2: Oh, do tell.
1: Um, at the, let's see. This is about 2012 when I decided to go back to school and I worked at a gun shop. And uh, did like, you know, sales and training and gunsmithing and stuff like that. Cool. So and, this was
2: after you were in the service? Yeah, yeah. yeah by a while.
1: Years later. I got out in 05. So this was like 2012. And um, we had a subscription to, like, Panteo Productions, which is, like, Magpul. And then they, and then they make, like, magazines and buttstocks for AR-15s, and like, all kinds of, like, injection-molded plastic stuff. But they also got into training. And so, like, they, they had, like, the who's who of training. Like, there's guys, um, there's a guy, Travis Haley, that has gone on. All these people have gone on and started their own companies. And this one guy uh, is Paul Howe. And he's got, a, I think it's C, CSAT is his uh, training company now. But he did a video on his like, active shooter stuff. But it had like a warning. And this was like a subscription service. But it actually had, because the cameras inside that school had audio. Oh, really? Yeah, which was That's weird. kind of
2: advanced, yeah. For 95. They never yeah. have that. I've yeah. never, ever well. seen
1: that. Right. I'm like, I was in high school in 95, 96
2: audio
1: we didn't even we didn't have cameras i didn't That's think we uncool. had cameras either yeah yeah
2: right I me mean, neither for sure not for
1: but sure uh not. which is really because weird <laughs>
2: i would have gotten really... in much more trouble than i did i, I used know. to deny <laughs> stuff and get away with it <laughs> so i know they didn't have cameras
1: <laughs> smoking in the bathroom and stuff
2: yeah okay. Oh, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> but uh yeah so there is audio and video so we got to hear everything crazy. that those guys were saying and what those dudes were whacked the hell out like the one that stuck in my mind this is really messed up but it was like some girl hiding under the the table in the library and they're like come on out we're not gonna hurt you no 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 you're cool we'll let you go we'll let you go and she comes out boom killed her jeez wow so do you think
2: they were mk ultra or what were you gonna say sorry
1: and then they they start laughing like it's hilarious
2: so were they on drugs you think
1: (sighs) that's you know, when they go, oh, people would say, well, they're psychotic. I'm like, that's a little too planned.
2: Yeah, I mean, um, I, like, psychotic, you're not usually on the same wavelength as somebody.
1: No. You know what like, I'm saying? Like, I yeah. think a
2: true psychosis would be very hard to have a comrade yeah. who's who's keeping up with you.
1: Right. And they, you know, they were trying to say, like, the one guy the was, uh, like, a loner or whatever. I'm like, dude played football. It was dating cheerleaders and stuff.
2: The only thing I remember about that, I was reading a book, the book on the Franklin cover up, which I don't know if you know about this boy's town and the Republican guys and um, a guy named Larry King. um, Savings alone stuff. Yeah, it was all tied together, but they were supposedly uh, sexually abusing youths, uh, minors and maybe killing them. And a couple of witnesses, kids came forward and they were prosecuted. Yeah. Because we're prosecuted for like perjury. But that lawyer who I think maybe was lawyer for one of those people, he wrote the book on the Franklin cover up, but he was also somehow involved or familiar with Columbine. And he pointed out, which I had not heard in the regular press, but maybe you did that they had been arrested for something minor a year or two Mm -hmm. before and claimed, I believe they claimed that they were abused by the cops. In, in custody. And I never really like connected any of that. However, what I do think is something that might be a pattern out there in the world, especially, and I think it can start with young people, is that once they get you, if they evaluate you, like I think this is about James Comey. James Comey, as a teenager, put the wrong guy in jail. And I think he just lied about it. The Ramsey rapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they, the government had to pay millions of dollars because of that. And I think they were just like, wow, we could use a guy like James. <laughs> you know. Right. And I wonder if like the Columbine thing, if there, I don't know what the connection might be, but if there is significance in the fact that I believe it was both of them, had been in police custody like a year or two before for some kind of bad behavior.
1: Yeah. They definitely seemed, um, you know, cause a lot of people will see that like, Oh, they're just crazy and they're just evil. And you know, that could be, but it was a little too calm and collected the way they were acting. I mean, highly disconnecting from connected f- from what was going on. Um, and
2: crazy isn't, uh, I mean, if you're going to use the word crazy, mm-hmm. like that's why people don't like if you call Hitler crazy. It's like, well, yeah. no, he I mean, he, he was went. very successful, you know, like yeah, that yeah. almost lets you off the hook. Like people are actually achieving a goal in coordination with other people. It's no right. worse than crazy. It's
0: well,
1: calculated. calculated. Yeah. I and think, how can think... you
2: do that? You know, what kind of crazy is that exactly?
1: Well, I think a lot of, I think like your normal everyday person doesn't want to go down that road mentally. So they'll just throw crazy at it and then like, then they don't have to look at it.
0: Yeah. It's an easy way to justify it in people's minds or rationalize it. I didn't know one of the guys played football. That, that changes the whole way that you look at yeah, those Cause he Columbian wasn't like,
1: kids. he wasn't, I think at that, at one time he did. But yeah, he wasn't like this loner guy. It was just it was really weird watching that. And uh I definitely had to go home and watch cartoons for a while. How do you watch yeah, it? Is there a way to find it? I don't even yeah, know if it's did available you see anymore. It? it was um our our where? manager yeah, our manager had a subscription to that company and it was just a lot of training videos and stuff. Oh, so wow. This was like a training video. Wow. It's like this is what goes on, this is why Holy you cow
2: Yeah, it would be important for that. And what was your general takeaway? Like, did you, could you speculate on what could be a rational explanation or a narrative that makes sense for what, you know, compared with what you saw?
1: At the time, no. But now kind of going down the different avenues and looking at different things that have gone on, it seems real similar to program behavior.
2: Right. That's what it sounds like. Like that chick in Atlanta Who knifed her, killed, stabbed her children and husband, and was like smirking in her sentencing. Remember, did you catch the one
0: in Gwinnett, right?
2: Yeah. It was no, no, it's a trailer park. Loganville?
0: Loganville, that's Gwinnett. It's outside Gwinnett. Yeah. 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 Gwinnett's huge.
2: Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, we're giggling in court. Oh it was
2: super crazy. It was obviously yeah i mean it appeared to be programmed behavior although i never heard anything come of it so i don't know why they would do that but
1: yeah although
2: we'll it's possible she was on a lot of drugs you know they can do that sometimes and they well
1: ssris can, can really mess with people
2: but especially, even i don't know about, if they like stop
1: taking them all of a sudden
2: but like um i have seen really radically strange physical reactions like there was one woman who her husband was deployed and she in the meanwhile i guess she had mental problems. she killed she shot her two teenagers at home and when they arrested her i don't know what kind of drugs they gave her but her entire body was convulsing as she started to walk to the car and so sometimes i wonder if they give them like such heavy duty drugs that they act weird but that chick did look programmed for sure and what you're saying program behavior interesting
1: yeah there's like there's like a weird blankness in the eyes yeah and there's ssrs
0: ssris i was reading something recently that they haven't really studied the long-term effects of them. Oh, yeah. And for certain people who've been taking them for an extended period of time, they just stop working. So it's yeah. like they stopped taking them and yes. they don't know what to do yeah. about these people. And
2: I remember when they first came out, they were initially recommended for and approved for just like to take them for three months. Yeah. And it are supposed to like reset you. And I don't know if they ever if they ever kind of like updated those studies and now the argument is they've been out in the world for so long that if they were bad we would know it by now you don't actually have to do a study because we just gave them to everybody and everybody seems fine
0: <laughs> yeah, like, i no, took zoe for a while i took, took zoe ZO it. it
2: absolutely cured my dysthymia i used to be kind of depressed just low energy whatever and i took it for three months because that's I what you told it. me to do and yeah. I never had that thing again where I woke up in the morning and didn't want to get out of bed.
0: Yeah, I stopped taking perfectly. it because it made me feel like a zombie and it made me not care about anything at all. Yeah, it doesn't, I know it affects people differently, but yeah. that's how it affected me. And I was like, I don't want any part of this.
1: Yeah, I, um, when I first got out of the army, um, I went to the, um, oh, what's it called? Not the VA, but the, um, where all the old, like the old veterans hang out and drink beer.
2: Oh, the, uh, hall. Whole-
1: yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember. Anyway, because um, I went there and they had $2 beer and $5 steak night.
2: Yeah. Cotton Hill <clears throat> hangs out there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And uh, BFW, That's it.
2: Yeah, that's it. I knew you. And
1: uh, so I went in there and, you know, just show your ID and they let you in.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Dude, yeah, That's so, great. So like, I, I bet sit- that was cool.
1: It was kind of cool. I was, the, I was the young dude. I was 25 sure. at the but time. But you were and,
2: broke. I mean, and that's like a natural way to get people to come in yeah. and mix it up like intergenerationally, because you'll go whether, you know, just to get the cheap beer.
1: Yeah. And so I'm sitting around talking with a bunch of, there's a couple of world war two vets there. And then there was, um, there was two Vietnam veterans that I was talking to. And one guy was, you know, kind of the biker looking type guy. And, um, they're asking me all about my story and everything. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about going, you know, kind of trying to figure things out and think I'm going to go to the VA and the guy from Vietnam goes, don't go into that damn den of vipers, man. He goes, they're going to put you on a bunch of bullshit drugs and mess your head all up. He reaches in his thing, hands out a little baggie and goes, this'll get your mind right. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll tell you. I mean, I think that like if, if it, if, if God gave it to you, you're probably meant to be able to manage it. And well, also yeah. it comes in a complex like like C B D is with THC and bead yeah. that grows out of the ground. And right. And it doesn't work. And it doesn't work unless different.
1: they're all together. That's oh, is thing. that true?
2: You can't pull yes. them apart.
1: It's the well, they don't work they as do well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like don't don't pull them apart. Don't like, mess with it. That's why. It. They, that's free. why. They yeah, that's
1: why they haven't <laughs> been able to patent anything because when they screw around with oh, it, it doesn't really? work right. Yeah.
2: Wow. I mean, that's how that's how chemicals work. Is that they pull them apart and then they're not in that thing where we were meant to metabolize it. But the whole weed thing drives me crazy because they regulate everything. It just could grow in your backyard. Like there would be no money in it, which case they wouldn't make it legal, but they probably figured out a way and it looks like they did to corporatize it. And I predicted when they started doing this, that they would have to replace all that black money like that, uh, you know, black market money. And boy, I predicted, I said, well, You'll either get all the CIA stuff to go to the NSA because the NSA gets a blank check and the CIA doesn't.
1: Or the, or, the DOD does too.
2: Oh, do they? Oh, oh, the, oh yeah. the
1: Pentagon. That's, yeah. The Pentagon always gets Oh yeah, They
2: don't even care if they get the check. So, like, you know, they just yeah. like, you know, their money just disappears.
1: We, but, we lost a couple trillion dollars plane crash.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like more money than was ever budgeted, but yeah. we still lost it. But the other thing is that. because uh, all that I Coke money be from be a, South America. Yeah, like it would be something like that. Coke or heroin or whatever would take up the slack. Fentanyl? Oh,
1: God. Yeah.
2: Yikes. Yeah. My family's been literally decimated by drugs. Like people have, yeah, we just, they die. You can't, it's just too unpredictable. It's too unpredictable because you're not allowed to market it openly
1: well if you went to a place that looked like a right it's like if you went to a place that looked like a damn apple store and it had a label
2: right and it was paying rent that it had to keep paying by not killing its customers <laughs> you you got kind of genius. works
0: you got a drug genius at the genius bar <laughs> yeah, yeah
2: exactly <laughs> I mean they do that with the with the med shops the uh
1: yeah the weed shops yeah you know,
2: yeah what what do they call them dispensaries
1: yeah well I, I like uh, you got you know Larry sharp right up in uh, new york he ran for governor of new york as a libertarian
2: oh yes yes
1: he's like you should regulate it like onions no taxes (laughs)
2: plant in your
1: he's like plant in your backyard potatoes yeah yeah, he goes maybe farmers could actually make some money without getting subsidized
2: yeah and it's so it's so natural and free and cheap like you don't have to regulate it because you can see what it is yeah exactly that's brilliant
1: yeah they're even starting to come out against that again now, stirring up old propaganda. Unregulated on onions. Ugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got to stop those unregulated onions, destroying communities. Yeah, I mean,
2: if you couldn't put a nutritional label on it, then yeah. you don't have to worry about it. You know, people know what they're getting. What you see is what you get.
1: Yeah, it's a plant, it does plant stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it's an awesome plant with so yeah. many. And this is the thing oh, I got to say this that people who argue for gun rights, argue like, this is my right, God-given right, whatever, it's have a gun, and I'm like, okay, but God didn't actually give you the gun. Yeah, God yeah. actually gave you the pot, and right. how can you, because some of those same people, and actually, uh, many people have commented, it's like, all those same people are the ones who say, it's yeah. bad for society, so we have to take it away from it, and it really pisses me off, because, I mean, I could grow that in my backyard, And someone gets to come to my backyard and pull out something God gave me directly. Like, that's just, that's violence.
1: Right. If, well, you know, your, our bodies have an endocannabinoid system that's meant to process that plant. There's a reason. So I think I want to say all mammals do, but I know they've proven that dogs do and humans do and um, apes.
2: This is the first I've heard of that.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, spend, dogs are man's best friend right there. I you
2: gonna have to jot that right down <laughs> I, need, I need to look into that.
1: Oh, there's this guy, I think uh it's on YouTube called zebra Corner, and they do a lot of the spoof videos for like Chevrolet, kind of like making fun of them. yeah, and they made fun of one uh um, it's like the uh the dare commercials where the the dog's talking because mm-hmm. he's stoned. yeah, yeah. he's like, yeah. He's like I wish you wouldn't smoke weed, Mark. He's like, and the guy's from Boston. He's like, what do you mean not smoke weed? You smoked all my weed yesterday. (laughs) And he's like, oh, you're right, buddy. And he goes, the dog that goes to shake, he goes, eh, I know you're not real because I don't shake hands. (laughs) 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 And he spells spells his name M-A-H-K.
2: Like Mac.
1: nice nice Mac. that guy's hilarious you should look him up on youtube He's hilarious. i think
0: i know who you're talking about i think i've seen some of his spoofs, yeah. like spoof chevrolet commercials and stuff too
1: yeah and like uh the burger king commercials and yeah stuff.
0: i've seen this guy's video and he so was doing
1: one and he kind of like leaned back like that with his arms up and i saw an 80 second airborne tattoo under his body really? uh-huh. i go that explains the humor yeah <laughs> really yeah i was like no wonder i get it <laughs> Oh, you guys want to get into, like, some created people in politics? Sure. You guys can get access to the second
0: half of the show over at our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash propaganda report, where for just 5 bucks a month you get access to the exclusive Patreon-only content that we are posting throughout the week each week, And also be sure and check out the Smoke Pitch Storytime podcast. They're doing great work over there. Links to both will be in the show notes at thepropreport.com. That's thepropreport.com. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there, guys. Keep your hands clean. And always remember, don't drink the Clorox.